boom goes the dynamite. Holy cow, we are back on the SoCo Sports Show. This is the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the SoHo, Seth. And we are back for the final game of the season, Super Bowl 54, I think. I, I never I never verified the number. Is it 54? Uh, sure. Yeah, Super Bowl yeah, is, is on the way this weekend, and we are going to preview the game for you. We split up this episode into last week's uh, recaps from the championship round, and this week will be the preview of uh. San Francisco versus versus Kansas City, Chiefs Niners in the Super Bowl here. Uh, we Ever since week one, have been bringing you this show almost every week, and now we, uh, we are very close to wrapping up the season uh, with the Super Bowl. So before we dive deep into our game previews, uh, let's take a listen to our sponsors. You can link to all these in the description box. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in that description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free! Also, Etsy.com slash shop slash Mathis Designs for all your stationary and graphic design needs. Pay. And, of course, Etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed if you want our friend Mike to work that wood for you. Uh. Oh, yeah. That is, that is hot. Uh, <laughs> one more ad. Let's kick it over to our previously recorded selves for more. Very, very nicely done, as always, gentlemen. And, uh, of course, we want to give a shout-out to our contributors through Anchor, Jared B., Mike V., and Fuck You. We thank you for your con- contributions to the show and also to all of our listeners. Every click counts and helps out the show, so we appreciate your continued patronage and your sharing with friends. All right, folks, all that said, it is time to get into our game previews. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. It's coming right for us! Coming right for us, indeed, from Miami this weekend, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs against San Francisco 49ers and Seth this is uh it's a it's a classic rehash of a, a matchup that we've seen in several recent years in the Super Bowl we have one of the league's best defenses in fact uh the t- the second ranked total defense for the season going up against one of the league's top offenses um which was the Kansas City Chiefs who were number six now here's the twist on this uh the number two sorry the number four overall offense was the 49ers. So statistically speaking, this Niners team is stacked and they're coming off a fantastic season uh, under, um, oh my God, under coach Kyle Shanahan, who uh, (laughs) is in his his third year, I believe, um, doing his thing with the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo led the way uh, as their quarterback this season. Of course, they had a bevy of, of running backs, I kind of cycled through and had big games. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, as well as Matt Breida, kind of all having big games. And this is a team that was undefeated deep into the year. Had a couple big losses uh, in big games against the Seahawks and the Ravens, uh, and then an ugly loss against the Falcons. So they finished 13 and three in the regular season. Top seed in the NFC had home field advantage. They win the two playoff games against the Vikings and Packers. And as stated, Seth, they come in with with one of the top-ranked defenses and one of the top-ranked offenses. Both units are top five. They've been great on both sides of the ball and a successful season for the Niners. Uh, What's been your opinion of this 2019-2020 year for San Francisco? 
definitely surprising. I mean, after coming off, what, three wins the year before, definitely not what I expected. And I was definitely uh, skeptical of, of them throughout most of the season, uh, especially with, not, you know, seeing the, the level of competition that they that they ended up playing, um, you know, playing in, in the West and not being super tough. I mean, they had the, they played the Seahawks twice, um, and I think they split those games. Like, did you say that? They lost to the Seahawks? Yeah, no? they split. Yeah, they split against them. Okay, so you you know the the division ended up not, ended up not being super tough, but um, and they were playing a third or last place schedule, something like that too. So you know it it was an interesting season seeing that, but they they delivered um, uh, in the in the playoffs. You know, a lot of times when you see this, you know, the the hot team um, because of playing the the rougher schedule, they they don't deliver in the playoffs, but they did. They played the Vikings, who were coming off a really good game. They played the Packers. Um, you know, who, who played well against the Seahawks as well. Um, I, I would say maybe not the most, not, maybe not the toughest slate, you know, the, compared to, you know, looking at the Chiefs, who they played. Um, I would say the Chiefs had played a much more difficult, um, not much more, but I think they played a more difficult uh, stretch in, in the playoffs. But, um, you know, it's hard to doubt the, the Niners uh, at this point. So, um, yeah, I, I think it, it, it is impressive what they ended up doing. The, the turnaround was huge, and you know I think the the, the big difference was uh, Nick Bosa and uh, on on the defensive side and and uh, Grapple on the offensive side. Yeah, you talk about Nick Bosa, probably your defensive rookie of the year, like unanimously going away. Uh, he had a huge impact on this team. Richard Sherman on the back end. This defense has has been a big big step. And you know you talk about how, what wins in the playoffs, and it is defense and running the football. And, uh, you know, we'll come back to picking this game, but the Niners are built and look like, especially during this playoff run, a Super Bowl champion. Uh, let's take a look at their opponents here, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs finished the year 12-4 and on the year. They're your AFC West champions, uh, of course, led by quarterback Patrick Mahomes, uh, who had another fantastic year. You know, his season-long numbers, you know, rivaling those of his last year, uh, except for the fact that he did miss a few games in the middle of the season here. And they had a tough stretch. This is a team that had to kind of pull their ship back together when it seemed to be falling apart. Um, but they, they righted the ship and, uh, you know, were able to get uh, back to the NFC, or sorry, AFC championship for the second straight year. This time they advance over the Tennessee Titans, where last year they lost to the New England Patriots. This is a team that discovered itself over the course of the year. The Niners were pretty much the Niners consistently all season. This Chiefs team was the best team in the league, people thought, and then uh, they get hurt. A lot of guys get hurt. And then in the back third of the season, everybody gets healthy. The defense makes incredible strides. They made some acquisitions on the defensive side of the ball. This isn't a great defense. They finished to 17th ranked in terms of total defense. But they're far better than they've been recently. And when you have an offense like they do with Mahomes and and with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and McCole Hartman and all these cats, uh, it is very hard to slow this offense down. So if this defense can even just a couple times get stops, then they're winning, and they've shown that they're capable of doing that, uh, especially in the postseason, uh, winning games over over the Texans and the Titans en route to their Super Bowl. Uh, so this is big. Andy Reid, of course, uh, you know, legendary longtime coach, never never won a Super Bowl, but played in plenty of playoff games. So you know his guys are going to be revved up here. And you talk about the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. The unstoppable force is this Chiefs offense, which is a real threat. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking 
uh, is going to do what they can to make this a track meet against a very good 49ers defense. So, you know, Seth, your thoughts on the Chiefs, their season, and uh, and what they're looking to do against San Francisco this weekend? Yeah, they, they were my AFC favorite coming into the season. Um, then it kind of shifted to the, the Patriots and then kind of came back towards the end of the season to – obviously I was rooting for the Titans, but I, I thought that Kansas City was probably the – the and the Ravens were in there too. I mean, the Ravens were the, were the best team for a while too, uh, in in my eyes. But I think it, it kind of came back around, like you said. The, the Chiefs started off as my favorite and ended as as my favorite uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Um, they, I think, what was interesting with them this year is that the team didn't wholly rely on Patrick Mahomes like they had in the past. And what I mean by that is is the defense is that though there was a stretch there. Uh, like you said, the the last third of the season where they were only putting up like 20 points a game because the defense was only giving up like 10, you know? And that was the thing that was most impressive because last season, that's what they were missing. I mean, last season they were putting up 30 points a game, but giving up 20, you know, or giving up 30. (laughs) You know, sometimes they had to score five five to 10 more points than the the opponent, um, you know, because they were, they having to score 40 because the defense giving up 30. Like there, there was that, there was just like the the offense had to over you know outperform the other the other team's offense almost the entire season. Whereas this this season the defense and especially towards the end the defense was overperforming the other team's offense and they didn't have to score as many points. So mm-hmm. um, it, it was uh, an interesting shift for them, but one that I think was needed for them to get to this point to get to the Super Bowl. They had to get better on defense. They 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 learned from the mistakes of last season to get to, to get to this point. And I, and um, I, you know, I was happy to see it because I think Patrick Mahomes is too talented of a quarterback and as too, too special of a player to not get to this point at some point in his career. Um, And with the way that the NFL is those windows, they're so small. Um, I think that I was talking to someone actually at work who's a, who's a chiefs fan that, you know, they, cause they're, they're like, you know, maybe the chiefs will, you know, have that, that Patriots luck of, of all that, you know, they'll be the dominant team for a long time. And I, I, I said, you know, they're going to be good for, for a bit here, but the, the Patriots 20 years of dominance that I don't think that'll ever be re- replicated again no way. because of, because of the, I mean, I think for one, the Patriots have superior coaching to anyone that's ever coached, but at the same time, too, is is and, and the problem the Chiefs are going to come up to even just this offseason is uh, is paying people. Patrick Mahomes is going to have a huge contract coming his way. Um, you know, you, you in order to, to keep the teams intact, you have or to you know kind of have the next man up mentality. You have to have the the right coaching and, and the right players to maybe sacrifice a few dollars here and there. And while I think that the Chiefs have all the pieces to, to be a team for if they have this team that they have now have all the pieces to, to be great for, for a while. Um, it's going to be tough to do that, especially if they were to win the Super Bowl. So um, I think that the window going back to my point, the window is so small. It's good to see that the team come around Patrick Mahomes and it's not just him. Like he had to last season, just drive the whole, the whole thing himself. So um, yeah, I, I really liked what I saw to the chiefs. The, the the biggest thing was the defense and they 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 achieved it they achieved it huh? um yeah. but uh and and I think Tyron Matthew made a world of difference uh this season he really came on strong at the end um 
it'd be it'd be interesting to see if they would have had Eric Berry too. Uh, he's he was a free agent this this season. They would have had him and and Matthew uh, back there. That could have been really interesting to see. But um, overall, though, I, I I was very impressed with, with the Chiefs, especially kind of coming back, rallying around after Patrick Mahomes was hurt. So um, yeah, it, happy for the Chiefs, and it, it's cool to see them in this spot. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a great matchup. I think these, we talked about this last week, I think I think truly we got the best representation of each league, um, or of each conference, I should say, in the Super Bowl. So this truly is, I think, the two best teams that we have. Um, you know, a lot of folks were talking about the Ravens all season, and they couldn't get it done when it mattered, and that that's important, you know. Um, for these two teams, I, I think they're built for this. You know, both of them look like Super Bowl champion teams. So let's just get into it, man. Like, the, w- how do we think the game is going to play out and who do we think is going to win? And, and I, I suppose I'll go first. And um, I guess if, if we're going to go ahead and make our picks, I'll, I'll tell you that um, I, I am going to make my pick for the San Francisco 49ers in this game. Um, I think that... We have seen time and time and time again, especially during our lifetimes, when the league's best offenses come up against the league's best defenses in the Super Bowl, it's been the defense that wins every time. And it's very rare to have a track meet in the Super Bowl, and I think that's what the Chiefs would need. I think they would need the pace to be fast in this game and force the Niners to put the ball in Garoppolo's hands and try to take advantage of him. Because if they allow the Niners to slow the game down and pound the rock, I don't know that they're built to be able to stop that. Now, if anybody is, it's this Chiefs team because they can score in the snap of a finger. And, you know, they're always a threat to make a comeback and to to neutralize uh, the Niners' ability to drain the clock. But we talk about it all the time. It's defense and being able to run the football and control the clock and control the game flow that always wins the Super Bowl. Um, I, I hope and think this will be an incredibly close game, but I'm going to give a very slight edge to the NFC champs in this and, and pick the Niners, Seth. So what say you? I'm going to go on the opposite side. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Uh, line is minus one, by the way, for the Chiefs, uh, just so if anyone's betting on this, which I probably will be. Um but uh, no, I, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, and and I think the I think the game will come down to I think the, like you said it's going to be close, but I think it's going to come down to one of two things. I think just looking at matchups, I think if if the Niners dominate the ground game, which has been the one weakness still of the Chiefs, is is their their rushing defense. Um, I think if if the Niners dominate the ground game and have 250 yards rushing total, like they did uh, in, in the NFC Championship game. I think the Niners win this one. I think for the, for the Chiefs, I think if, if if the Niners cannot contain Travis Kelsey, I think that's the biggest weakness for the Niners. I think that they they could. I think they'll be able to contain some of that speed with Tyreek Hill uh, and Watkins. I think that if Travis Kelsey comes in there and dominates the game like he can, he's a complete game changer. And if he comes in there and dominates the game, and if he ends up with, you know, seven catches for 180 yards and a touchdown or two touchdowns, or, you know, if, if, if you see his stat line be crazy, crazy, I think that's when they're going to be able to score 50 points. Cause that'll open up so much for them. Um, I, you know, I think that's when the chiefs offense becomes too much. And I think that, uh, this so this is an entirely brand new situation for the Niners. I, I mean, Garoppolo's been there as a backup with with Brady and stuff, but 
Shanahan, brand new coach, uh, Garoppolo, Garoppolo, the only real like returner here is, is Sherman. And he's been good this year, but he's not, he's still not been to the, to the level, you know, he, he's given up some stuff. Um, this is Andy Reid's finally getting, you know, getting back here and, and, you know, he hasn't won one yet, but I, I feel like this, this is his time. I feel, I feel like with Mahomes getting to the AFC championship last year and just losing it, I think he's going to be hungrier. Um, you know, I, I think that I think that this is a game that, while like you said, the offenses usually are slowed down by the best defenses. I think this is a, a, a special offense. I mean, I think the the most prime example is from uh, I don't even know how many years ago now, but like the Broncos and and the Panthers. The Panthers' offense, Cam Newton was running at at a crazy level, but the defense slowed him down. I think this is different though, where. We saw with, with the Panthers, that was an incredible run they were on. This isn't an, an incredible run by the Chiefs. This is their offense. This is how they play. They score in bunches. They score really fast. They've been doing this for two years straight now, when they've needed to, at least. Um, the playoffs, they've done this entire time. The beginning of the season, they were doing it. The ent- whole entire last season, they were doing it. Now they have a defense. They have a defense that, in, in some ways, has played just as good as the Niners. I think that, like you said, it'll be a close game. I just think there's... A, a lot leaning towards the Chiefs. And then also, I mean, again, you kind of look at the paths, you kind of look at the teams that they play this year. The Chiefs had overall a much tougher road, even if you just look at the regular season, to mm-hmm. get here. They, they've played a lot tougher competition. I think that the Niners are just a new team. I think they're, they're new here and they're going to be back here again, but there's just so much new. There's so much that at times we haven't seen tested with them I, d- I just think that the chiefs even though again they're new they they have a little bit more season to them i think they have they just have a little bit more again on their side a little bit more leaning towards them i think the chiefs win this one and, and it may not it may be like the other games they start the 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 niners might come out and be up 10 nothing and the defense might be stuffing them but the second quarter hits and patrick mahomes gets fired up and ready to go and I think once he once he if if Patrick Mahomes takes over the game entirely, kind of like he has in the other two the other two playoff games, and again the same thing with with uh, Kelsey, I think the game's over then. Mm-hmm. The the Niners cannot let Mahomes have an inch in this game. Otherwise, he's gonna take it over and they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if if the Chiefs, especially if they can they can jump on him early and get a lead, it's gonna be really hard for KC to play from behind or sorry uh, San Francisco to play from behind yep. and 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 come back whereas the Chiefs never out of a game as we've seen this postseason yep. but they've also not played score. a defense uh, quite like this but, one and I think Bosa is going to have something to say about Mahomes escaping the pocket and making things happen uh, this is a pass rush that it's there there if they if the it, similarly to how you said if Mahomes is able to get free and and make this a Mahomes game it's the Chiefs, you know, potentially even going away. But if the Niners front seven are able to do what they typically do, and if they're able to keep him in the pocket and get him on the ground and keep him off balance and off schedule and prevent, you know, those highlight real plays, that's going to be the win for them. And so it's it's strength on strength, and I cannot wait to see it. Like, across the board, you know, it's great matchups. You know, you talk about – uh, you talk about the speed uh, of the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs' offense versus the great secondary of the Niners' defense, and Mahomes versus that front seven, and then, 
you know, the the rushing defense uh, of Kansas City maybe being suspect, and what are they going to be able to do against the great rushing attack? And then uh, on the back end of that, you know, Garoppolo, you know, what's he going to have to do, especially in the clutch against a really, really good Kansas City secondary? So the matchups across the board are just, um, you know, you drool over it. This is the kind of game exactly that that people want. Like, if you like football, this is the matchup that you wanted, for real. We're going to see it all play out this Sunday. Uh, Super Bowl 54 is coming at you from Miami. And uh, let me make sure I get the get the old schedule right here. Uh, game time start is Pacific time 3.30. So Central time 5.30 for, I know, uh, I know most of our listeners are in Central. So 5.30 Super Bowl time. Uh, all sorts of great stuff. There's prop bets out there. There's great commercials to watch. Uh, and there's going to be some great football. There's going to be a uh, halftime show with Shakira and J-Lo, which uh, that's going to be a lot to watch. I'm, I'm excited for that, uh, to say the least. So uh, lots of great stuff here. Super Bowl 54, it's going to be it's going to be a blast and a good capper for what's been a great season uh, in the NFL and, and for this show, which we're excited to have been doing. Uh, uh, of course, not the last show this week. We're going to be coming back and recapping next week. But um, uh a lot of great stuff. Seth, anything more that you want to cover as as we prepare to wrap up and send folks off to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Uh, I, I think it, it'll be a fun game and, and uh, interested to see how, how it ends up playing out. It, it's gonna, I think it'll be one of the more exciting Super Bowls that we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, folks, make sure you are subscribed to this show. Um, actually, do you want to do one more thing? Yeah, I got one. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to wrap it up from there. You have our picks. You have the uh, the the recap season, the season recaps, and uh, we've set the table for you. So we're going to wrap it up, but not before we give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right. For my one more thing, um, here here here's what I'll say. I picked the Niners in this game, um, but I am going to be rooting for the Chiefs in this. I, I think to see Andy Reid get that, I think, would be a very exciting moment and something very fun to watch. You know, the, you see these guys devote so much of their lives to the game and and uh, not out, not all of them get a chance to do this and even play in a Super Bowl. And, you know, Reid has only done it once before in all of his seasons. And I would love to see him get that one. I would love for Mahomes to be, you know, the one that took him there. Uh, cause you just, you gotta love that kid. I think he's, he really is the future. So, uh, this chiefs team, I, I, it's the story that I want to end with a trophy, I will say. Uh, and part of that is my division rivalry bias, uh, with the Niners here. But, uh, I, I, I will say go chiefs, uh, as my one more thing. Okay. Now you're just covering all your bases here. <laughs> I can't I, be wrong. I, <laughs> I I go out there and I pick a team. I, I'm I'm emphatic about why, and you're just like, well, I don't know. Maybe they'll win too. I just um, hear that it's it's it's. I want them to win. I don't think they will. <laughs> um, well, I mean, when you when you wish stuff like you wanted the Vikings to win, so and they fucking lost. So thanks. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of the Vikings, though, my one more thing. I mentioned uh, after their loss to the Niners, uh, we'd, we'd kind of talked about the future of the Vikings and Stefanski leaving to go to the Browns uh, and their D coordinator leaving as well. Uh, they they announced their coaching changes for the upcoming season uh, today, actually, uh, as we're recording this. Um, 
Gary Kubiak, as I'd mentioned, is the official full offensive coordinator of the Vikings, not an advisor anymore. So I called that one. Great. And then, uh, and then a uh, their defensive coordinator position is now like a split position. I can't remember the first guy's name, but the other one is Adam Zimmer, I believe, who I think is uh, Mike's Mike Zimmer's son. And uh, Mike Zimmer is uh, has always called the plays and stuff. So. Again, not just kind of more of a title and advisor position for the actual coordinators there, but they have two D coordinators, and and uh, one is is in the bloodline of the Zimmer family. So uh, I'm excited for the. Co- I, I really like the coaching changes uh, here. I'm excited to see what Kubiak does with the full like uh, hold of the offense. He's he's you know it's his offense. Uh, Zimmer does has nothing to do with it. And Kubiak's former, you know, Super Bowl winning coach, uh, who did a lot of great things with his uh, his time, especially in in Denver with the Peyton Manning offense and all that stuff. So, um, you know, he knows how to put up points. He knows how to run the football, and I'm excited to see what he does at, at the helm with the full control of it. So, um, I, I'm excited for the upcoming season with with that offense. Certainly good to have those hiring decisions made right away. Right. You know, a yeah. lot of times it's super delayed and this will give them time. They're they're in, uh, you know, it's in house people. And so I don't think I don't think it'll be like a huge shock, like installing an entirely new system. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's all good. I, I think the Vikings, you know, you hate to see the season end the way it did, but I think they're close, you know, and, and they're a few lucky breaks, as is every team. Uh, from being, you know, the the one that goes all the way, and and I think to stay the course and stay patient. Now they need to understand that those doors aren't wide open, right? They've got aging mm-hmm. people, they've got people departing, uh, and so they need to kick it into high gear. But they still, with the current, I think, uh, the current personnel and maybe a couple changes, a couple tweaks here and there, uh, we could be talking about them come next February. I I, I would not be shocked um, based I- on what we know about them. So so we'll. We'll see what the new the new folks can do. I, I'm super interested. This will be a team I think that'll get a lot of attention next year. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully they get there. I, I did see one thing that's kind of interesting though. A lot of mock drafts have the Vikings taking um, Stefan Diggs' brother. He's a first round projected pick. Uh, in he's a cornerback, and mm. so uh, I, I could definitely see them taking him. Uh, it would it would make sense uh, just with kind of how their secondary their secondary was their weakness this year. They were given up tons of yards <laughs> so um i would not be surprised if they go secondary in, in the draft draft a cornerback um with the first round pick like zim likes to do but uh, it'd be kind of interesting to see because i know stefan Diggs has talked about maybe wanting to get out of minnesota uh maybe having his brother there would would be uh, fun for him to play for for at least another season with minnesota so could be interesting I, I again i'm excited about the upcoming season yeah yeah no doubt no doubt uh, coaching changes for the Vikes, and Cody's trying to cover his ass so he's not wrong this weekend. It won't make But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks, that's it for our Super Bowl preview. Seth is on the Chiefs. I am on the Niners. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so that you can get new episodes of this show on Fridays, at least one more, uh, and then we decide what we do after that. But uh, the main show, the SoCo Show, every Thursday as well. Uh, certainly appreciate our contributors, Jared B., Mike V., and Fuck You, for helping the show out. And to all of our listeners, every listen counts. Uh, enjoy the game. Enjoy the commercials. Enjoy the halftime. Uh, and we will be back next week to recap it all. So enjoy the Super Bowl. So for the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. 
Boom goes the dynamite.